Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Utah's best athletes count on flexibility, speed, strength. And the Jazz pick up their 22nd assist. So they count on University of Utah help. Brielle Soleil puts this game away. And so can you. Leading doctors, a world-class environment, award-winning innovation, care to be great. 14 unanswered by the Utes. University of Utah Health, caring for Utah's best and yours. Schedule your appointment now at uofuhealth.org slash care to be great. Today's match is in the books, and we're breaking it down. This is your RSL post-match show on the RSL Radio Network. Welcome to the post-game show. What a second half from Real Salt Lake. Lauren Beck, Spencer Warren, live from America First Field, where Real Salt Lake moves on to the next round. We'll face LAFC uh, potentially on Tuesday after a 3-1 win, a thrilling second half from RSL. They came out so strong in the second half. Couldn't finish those chances early. Finally broke through through Danny Musovsky. And then a couple minutes later, another one from Danny. And then a few minutes later, Chicho tops it off with the third. What fight from this team in the second half tonight, Spence? Oh, my gosh. It was, it was night and day performance. Honestly, the, the way Leon played in the first uh, 45 minutes, I have to give them credit because they were excellent. Without, like, completely dominating the first 45 minutes, their spacing, the way they moved, the interchanging play, of pl- the fluidity of players just popping up in other people's positions. I thought they were absolutely excellent. And you're like, okay, this is why they're Champions League champions. Yeah. Um, but the second 45 minutes from the first whistle uh, in the second half, RSL were just on the front foot. It was a lot quicker. And um, the movement was so much better, so much cleaner. And uh, RSL get their reward for, for putting in, an, uh, well, I guess a 90-minute performance and all, but a second 45-minute position uh, performance. I, I just absolutely delighted for these guys. It's so exciting. I thought even though the, the crowd was a little bit smaller, even though it says it, it's bigger tonight because they haven't figured out all the refunds yet, just over 17,000 tickets out. I'm sure there will be some refunds so that the number will drop a bit. But I thought the fans, I thought the Leon fans that were here were, were excellent. The noise was great. And, uh, yeah, I'm just so excited these guys are into the next round. You know, uh, it's not a daunting task to go and play LAFC. We've done it in the playoffs before, but um, exciting that you're in these knockout rounds and anything can happen now. Yeah, and I was thinking about this next round uh, before the final whistle. I was getting a little bit ahead of myself. And I, I understand that LAFC just put seven up on Juarez. 
Yes. But the way that Real Salt Lake has been playing of late, you go into this game with more confidence, I think, than you ever have going to LAFC. Oh, absolutely. And, and the, the fact is, the way they've been informed the last two months, Lauren, they don't care who they play right now. It doesn't matter. They've been picking up results on the road. Uh, again, they've had more points in the road than they have at home. And, and you know, that, that's a testament to this squad and, and what um, Pablo Mascherini has been trying to do. They look comfortable in the formation. And uh, the early games uh, in the season, it didn't look right. The spacing wasn't right. Uh, players that weren't quite in form for me. But as the season has worn on, they've got into really good form. Um, they look comfortable in the formation. I was worried about the amount of goals that we would score. Uh, but with Chicho Arango's arrival, even though he had a tougher night tonight than usual, we always had two guys around him. He gets his goal, gets his reward, but he creates space for the others around there, uh, around him. And you've seen Danny Masovsky uh, get a couple of goals just because of the, the gaps that have been created uh, because of uh, Chicho's presence up top. Andrew Brody with the assist on the second goal. I was so pleasantly surprised by his fitness miss- after missing a couple of games mm-hmm. with his concussion. I-, I mean, even when he's been playing full 90-minute games, he still looks gassed usually by the end. And tonight he he had all the energy, and he was up and down that field. He was still making great runs into the 18 at the end of the game. Marcelo Silva with a captain's performance, absolutely fantastic. Mm. You're man of the match, correct? Yes, he was, yeah. yeah. Just what a team performance. That first half, again, that midfield could not seem to hold onto the ball for the life of them. And then they come out in the second half with so much intensity. They're able to get those passes together, really threaten goal. And, man, the energy in this place just this from the moment that that first or second half started, excuse me. And it, it never really led up from Real Salt Lake. Yeah, no, they just put their foot down and, and obviously maybe some rustiness. I didn't know how RSL or Leon would come out after, you know, last night the game warming up an 8.30 kick um, 24 hours earlier than, than what was initially announced. So I'm sure they got the messages on that it was going to be 24 hours earlier. Then the deluge sat in the locker room for two hours. Then the game's called off. How do you, you know, kind of get yourself down after being, you know, hyping yourself up and then having to, to switch back mentally uh, to play 24 hours later or 23 hours later? And uh, it, it certainly showed in the first 45 minutes for RSL weren't quite at it. But the second 45 minutes, I wouldn't say they got a rocket from Pablo Mastroeni uh, in, the, in the locker room. I'm not sure if he rants and raves, but I certainly think that uh, there was a, a few home truths that were told about the standards that they've set themselves uh, and what is expected of them on the field. Oh, 100%. Uh, they came out in that second half different and much more fired up and much more fun to watch. Um, every single one of them. Very excited for this team. Um, the press conference is start is potentially starting, so we're going to head out to a break. Send me your thoughts on the match at Lars underscore MM on Twitter. I refuse to call it by its new name because it's stupid. Uh, send me your thoughts on the match. We want to hear from you. We will read your tweets on the air. We are awaiting the post-game press conference. We'll be right back after this break on the RSL Radio Network. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. 
Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. post-game show. Send us your thoughts on the match at Lars underscore MM on the Twitter. Uh, watching the, the the players' children out on the field playing. It's become my, my favorite post-game. It's so fun. Uh, particularly say, Chicho's children. Well, Marcelo's oldest daughter, she looks like an absolute brute of a centre-back, so I think she's going to be playing for the Colombian <laughs> national team. She'll be, uh, she'll be with the Utah oh, Royals. Oh, sorry, Uruguayan. He's not Colombian. Yeah, you're, oh, that's, yeah you're correct. Um, so, sorry, Marcelo. Anyway, 3-1 win for Real Salt Lake here at America First Field. We have been told that the game is Tuesday. We were also told that this game was going to be played today originally, and then it was moved to to yesterday. So um, I don't 100% trust that. But for now, Tuesday night at LAFC, the winner of that game will host the next round. Yes. Potentially on next Friday. So... I, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't have my calendar up. But it, we said they were, we were yes. told the 12th. Yes, whatever day the 12th is. Oh, it's a Saturday. Saturday. There you go. But we would be hosting if yes. we beat LAFC, which would be awesome. It, and, and again, going back to the last segment, I don't think it's unreasonable to go into that game with a good amount of confidence after this performance and the way that Real Salt Lake fought back. Looking at the stats, uh, 51% possession for Leon uh, at full time. 18 total shots for Real Salt Lake, six on target. Leon with eight shots, two on target. Um, just so dangerous from Real Salt Lake in that second half. If you look at <laughs> the sec- just the second half stats for Real Salt Lake, 15 of those 18 shots and five of the six on target um, for RSL there in that in that second 45, which is absolutely no surprise. And again, I think the substitutions did their job, um, didn't contribute on the score sheet, but well-timed, again, from Pablo, as we talked about in pregame. He was about to bring on um, Anderson and Andres when Danny scored that first goal, and then he sent him right back to the bench and ev- eventually brought Anderson on. Feel a little bit for Andres there. Uh, you want to see him get on the field, but uh, yeah, again, well executed from uh, the coaching staff. Yeah, and obviously Andres will be disappointed, but I think he'll understand as well Yes, uh, of what, were, what was happening, the complete shift in the game where the attacking prowess wasn't needed as much more defensive stability, which Andrew, sorry, uh, Body Hidalgo and obviously Brian Oviedo will give you as they they, they played in the midfield. Body coming on on the left uh, of the midfield to start off with, then switching to the right when uh, when uh, Oviedo came on. We have Pablo Mastroeni downstairs. We'll toss it to the press conference. Uh, congrats on the win, Pablo. Um, I think you know, obviously, it, 
didn't look, look look ideal at halftime, maybe, you know, being down a goal. Um, what were the conversations like in, in the locker room at halftime? And then what do you think really just kind of spurred that pretty quick comeback that you guys were able to make? Yeah, I think, you know, we wanted to come out with these guys and, and really rotate the ball from side to side. And obviously they play a real narrow shape. And the two times we did it in the first half, we were successful. And, and what ends up happening is um, – or what happened, I, I felt like we forced too many balls centrally where their numbers were. Um, and we never got on top of the game. Uh, you know, credit to Leon. They came out and put a lot of energy in that first half. But I felt like when we were in the second half, what we did a really good job of uh, is switching the point of attack and, and really making them work for, for, for the, the space. Um, and, and then the guys made plays. And it's as, it's as simple as that. I, I think, um, you know, Danny had a great game. She, the guys, everyone had a great game. Uh, but I think in this first half, we were a bit, a um, little bit of doubt, maybe coming off the last result. Um, but training week was great and just reminded them of what quality we have in this locker room and, and what we're capable of. And I think in the second half, they showed that. Uh you kind of mentioned it there, but I got to ask you about uh, Danny Masovsky, obviously. I'm curious, when when did you first see that he had this kind of potential as a goal scorer and as this big of an impact player for your team? Yeah, well, uh, you know, we spent a lot of time uh, last year uh, looking at looking at film, looking at the way we want to play. Um, he, you know, he was really good when he was uh, at, at LAFC. Um, obviously, he was behind some some very big players, uh, Chicho being one of them. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, he came to us a bit injured and never really found his form. I think this year he started out of the gates with a, you know, sharp. Um, and, you know, it's it's really difficult to to defend a, a two-striker system, especially when both of them can score goals. Um, and, uh, you know, I think he's playing with a, a lot of confidence at the moment, a lot of belief in himself. Um, and, and he's helping out the team tremendously. Hey, Pablo, Tyler, Random Fan Podcast. Uh, can you talk for a minute about Vera, how he recovered from the slip, whatever you want to call that, in the first half, and then the yellow card, but then was so solid the rest of the game? Yeah, again, I think it's, it shows a really good maturity from, from you know, one game to the next. Um, obviously, I think tactically the, the back line had a huge gap between it on that goal, something that we talked about at halftime, and making sure our lines were a bit more connected. And obviously him playing with the yellow card is very difficult against, you know, against these Liga Mekis teams that have really dynamic movement up ahead of the ball. Um, and I just think that with every game, he's, he's, he's really gaining uh, the speed of play in this league. He's comfortable with both Marcelo and Jay Glad. And uh, I think with the ball and against the ball, he had a, a really good performance after that first, whatever it was, 10 minutes. And do you think the uh, scuffle, if we call it that, of Moose's over a uh, yellow card play and his subsequent uh, goals. Can you talk for a minute about that? Yeah, well, I think, again, I think in the first half we lacked a little bit of bite. You know, I think they, you know, I think the one thing Liga Mekis teams have, I think over uh, Major League Soccer teams is their um, their way to control moments in games, right? And, and they understand when they need to pick up the energy and they do that by it a variety of different ways one of them is inciting their opponents they know when how to slow games down and take the sting out of the game that could be with a ball or it could be with you know a guy that's laying on the ground with a foul so I think that energy um the mentality we came out with in the second half had a bit more edge to it and I think that the scuffle with with uh, with Danny 
um, was indicative of that. And, and again, these games, you have to play on so many different levels, but the mentality has to be right. And he brought it. And I think, again, when you engage with an opponent um, off the ball, you're now committing yourself to the moment, right? You can't run away now. And so the way he handled it was putting the ball in the back of the net a couple of times. And so, you know, credit to Danny and the rest of the guys for really coming out in that second half with a different mentality. Thank you. Sean. Uh, just defensively, what kind of, you touched on it a little bit when you were opening, but just defensively, what kind of what kind of change? There was a lot, just a lot more energy and, and cohesion and, and kind of synchronicity a little bit in that. Yeah, uh, again, we 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 talked about uh, you know at halftime the the gaps between the lines and the the back line and the midfield line and just making sure that we were all on a rope as we moved ball side, you know. And I think you know attackers will always exploit space if there is space and that's why in our in our scheme we've got to be connected so that a withdrawn forward doesn't want to run the gap because there's already a guy standing in that position right um and i think in the in the midfield we did a really good job with you know sava and luna did a really good job connecting the two pivots and, and minimizing that space offering the ball out wide and i think brody and mecca did a really good job in the second half of really limiting opportunities down the flank so Again, I think defending is really a, a collective performance. It's it's not about the back line. It really starts with the guys up front, and Chicho and Danny really busted their tail um, to make play predictable for the rest of the group. We are going to take it over to Zoom in English. John, go ahead. Thank you. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, Pablo, first of all, congratulations on the victory. Um, just to expand the point further on Moose, now that he is healthy and being in there you know, being able to do what he did tonight. Just talk about the relationship that he seems to be forming with Chicho, just knowing when Chicho has the ball and is able to pass it to him to be in the right spots, the anticipation and, and the awareness of where to make his runs and, and just where to be, to be able to receive the, a ball like that and then put himself in a good enough position to be able to score. What do you think has been able to, what do you think they're able to, or what has been the key for them to have that sort of connection where one knows where the other is and the ability for them to adapt to each other that quickly? I think obviously having played together in in, in LFC lends a, a, a you know make, makes that situation a lot uh, more comfortable. I think for both of them, you know, one of the things that we talked about this week is is really uh, you know opposite movements for for our our front two guys. And I think on on uh, Danny's second goal, it was uh, you know I think Chicho showed showed to the ball, and Danny really exploited the space in between the lines. Um, and it was a great ball, I think, by, by Brody. So I, it's something that we, we consistently talk about, and I think those relationships always take time. I think in, in this case, because of their familiarity with one another, um, it's, it's coming together a lot sooner. Uh, you saw plays like the, you know, we played Kansas City and, and Chicho having the ball and Danny running off of Chicho. Um, so I, I think they just have a really good connection and a really good awareness of, of where one another is in, in, in all the different plays. We take one more English in the room, Caleb. Uh, yeah, I, I wanted to ask you about your shirt. Actually, um, the, it's it's on your shirt. It's, there, there's a banner in the fan section as well, um, giving support for John and kind of what's going on with him. Could, I was wondering if you could just kind of talk about why you wear it and kind of what John has meant to you into this club. Yeah, uh, again, it goes back to 2021 um, when Freddie departed the club. Um, you know, it was a very tough situation to take on, given where we were at in the season. And uh, of all people, John really reached out and, uh, you know, connected with me after after all the games and was just talking about the culture, was talking about, you know, how the guys are playing with a different spirit um, and was really a 
big support to me during a difficult time in, in my professional career. Um, and, and that's how our friendship started. And, um, you know, since then, um, you know, I, I often feel that when, when I see John is I'm going to bring light into his life. And the truth is every time I see John, I leave with such an inspiration to live. Um, and, 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 and so a couple of weeks ago, we went with the group and, and we spent some time with him. And, and again, I think, um, when you hear a man that's going through such a, a, a terrible time, but he speaks, um, from a place of hope and positivity uh, and inspiration, it, it really, he's really brought a, a different meaning to, to what we're playing for. And, and I think, you know, there wasn't one, one guy that wasn't, you know, that didn't have tears running down his, his face. And so for me, he represents um, more than just, uh, you know, a, a, a partner at this club. He represents everything that life and sport is, which is um, live your best day each day, play your best game each day. Um, and, and so I, I can't thank John enough for um, his inspiration when I was going through a tough time um, and, and now just reciprocating that in, in a difficult time for him. All right, we're going to switch over to Spanish. Joseph, go ahead. Uh, buenas noches, Pablo. Uh, han jugado dos partidos contra equipos campeones uh, de México uh, con dos resultados diferentes. ¿Cómo ves, uh, ¿Qué ves en la diferencia de esos dos resultados y cómo vas a usar esas experiencias para preparar para el AFC, que es otro equipo campeón? Pablo, two games against two different championship teams with different results. What's the difference? Eh, yo creo que en el primer partido contra Monterrey no hicieron dos goles en cinco minutos y es un momento difícil para el equipo um, encontrar el ritmo de un juego cuando el marcador es 2 a 0. Yo creo que hoy día mostramos un poco más eh, eh, un poco más picardío, uh, sabredura, en, en el momento donde estamos perdiendo 1 a 0, pero en el, en el segundo tiempo no, salimos bien armados con otro, otra mentalidad y buscando el, 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 el gol del empate. Y cuando hicimos ese gol, seguimos presionando al equipo, seguimos jugando nuestro estilo y los, los, los muchachos hicieron dos o tres jugadas muy, muy lindas. Y yo creo que todas estas experiencias para nuestro grupo es muy importante. Queremos ser uno de los mejores equipos en, 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 en MLS, pero eso toma un poco de tiempo y con cada de estos partidos contra grandes equipos de México no, no, da, no da confianza para, 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 para mejorar como un grupo. In the first game against Monterey, they scored two goals within five minutes. It was a difficult time for the team. I think today we, show, we showed maturity in moments when we were losing 0-1. But the second half came out and we were ready. We were looking to get that time. And we did. When we scored that first goal, we kept going. We played our style of play. And the guys played well. I think all of these experiences for the group definitely help and are important. We do want to be one of the best teams in MLS. But of course, that takes time, and results like today definitely help that. Y preparando para LAFC, es otro equipo campeón, como mencioné. ¿Qué vas a sacar de esos dos resultados para ayudar a los jugadores a estar listos para el próximo partido? Pues yo creo que contra LAFC es otro partido diferente. Lo conocemos, conocemos más los jugadores que tienen su estilo y 
no hemos tenido mucho éxito en los últimos años contra eh, LFC, pero yo creo que somos un equipo diferente y claro, el Chicho recién estaba jugando con, con ese equipo y yo creo que va a ser un partido clave para él eh, y para todo el grupo. Y yo creo que si seguimos mejorando como un equipo, si seguimos jugando con la confianza que jugamos en, la, en el segundo tiempo, vamos a tener una buena oportunidad de sacar un resultado. Question was in regarding to playing LAFC next, another championship team. I think against LAFC, it's an entirely different game. We know them better. We know their players. We know their style. We haven't had much success against them over the years, but I also think we're a different team now. And with Chicho playing prior with them, for them, I think it's going to be a key game for him, but also just the entire team. We keep improving and playing with confidence with the players we have. We can get far. Profesor, buenas tardes. Mi nombre es Paco Vela, vengo de México, Canal 6 Deportes. Eh, felicidades, porque no es, no es novedad, tenía 11 partidos consecutivos sin perder hasta que cayó con Monterrey. No es restarle el mérito al, al equipo, a su equipo, al Real Salt Lake. Pero en México se habla, en México se habla de, de que este torneo está diseñado para que lo gane algún norteamericano, jugando acá, en canchas acá, con, con un arbitraje. Yo no estoy diciendo que haya una orden de perjudicar a los equipos mexicanos, pero las divididas se marcan, a, a, como que se marca muy localista. Eh, sabe la rivalidad que hay, lo, le tocó vivirla. ¿Qué, ¿Qué puede decir al respecto de lo que se comenta? Es una generalidad, de, sobre todo el aficionado en, en México. Muchas gracias y felicidades. Sí, no, yo creo que eh, es muy difícil jugar de visitante en nuestra liga en todo el fútbol, es, es muy, muy difícil. Es más difícil jugar de visitante en otro país. Y también, eh, es, en todo el viaje, eh, es, es muy, muy difícil. Es, me, me, me da un gusto que los equipos de Liga MX han jugado un estilo que no es común en nuestra liga, la manera que juegan, la, la, la manera que compiten para, para ganar todos los partidos y también el nivel, tienen un nivel muy, muy alto y para nosotros es un aprendizaje eh, porque siempre queremos mejorar como un grupo y claro, es un, es un desafío grande para los equipos mexicanos como sería nosotros yendo a México y jugar todos los partidos afuera, es, es muy difícil y no creo que los árbitros nos están ayudando, más que es, es, es un desafío grande para cualquier equipo del mundo pasar un mes en un país diferente y jugar en todo y todos los viajes es, es, muy, es, es muy difícil uh, Preguntarte de Pablo Sorry, the question was regarding um, the tournament and what is said about this kind of tournament being catered to maybe a North American team winning. Um, I think that it's very hard playing as a visitor in our league, it, but it's very difficult to play as a visitor in an entirely different country. The entire trip is difficult. It does give me pleasure that the teams from Liga MX have played a style that isn't common in our league, how they play and how they compete to win every game and also just the high level of play. Um, it's just completely different. And for us, it's definitely a learning curve because we always want to be better, get better as a group. And of course, it can be a disappointment for them, like it would be just for anyone spending an, an entire month in a different country. Bueno, solo preguntarte con respecto al equipo, en caso de que siga el buen momento y que siga ganando partidos, de octavos de final, la final son cuatro partidos. 
y la liga se reanuda en 16 días. ¿Cómo prepararás al equipo físicamente para poder enfrentar la recta final de la MLS? Sí, yo creo que, es, y también con el, el, el Open Cup, es, es, es un momento difícil para cualquier equipo, creo. Pero para nosotros eh, queremos seguir rotando jugadores para darle oportunidades a todos y llegar al... al, al Mira, el, el, el meta en este momento para el grupo es el, es el partido contra Houston en, en el Open Cup. Es un semifinal que queremos ganar y yo creo que vamos a empezar de ese partido y trabajar para atrás. Y, y vemos cómo vamos, pero eh, eh, como recién hablé, jugar de visitante en este próximo partido va a ser difícil, pero yo creo que tenemos un grupo que puede competir en cualquier lugar y vamos, vamos a poner en un equipo fuerte, que, como, como todos los equipos, pero también pensando de ese partido en el, el, el US Open Cup, que es un semifinal, es muy importante para el club. La pregunta era sobre el schedule de upcoming games y cómo vamos a preparar para avanzar en MLS. Sí, con el Open Cup es un difícil tiempo para cualquier equipo, pero para nosotros queremos seguir jugando y jugar con diferentes jugadores para darles oportunidades. Ese juego contra Houston, que es el semifinal para el Open Cup, queremos ganar y vamos a empezar nuestro mejor equipo y vamos a ir de ahí. Playing as visitors is going to be difficult, but we'll put out a strong team, but also thinking ahead in terms of that U.S. Open Cup game. Pablo, felicidades por el triunfo. Disculpa si te hicieron esta pregunta, pero para nuestro medio. ¿Qué cambió en el segundo tiempo para que este Real Soleil sea tan efectivo, tan mortífero para León, los contraataques y los goles? ¿Qué, qué es lo que pasó en este segundo tiempo? Yo creo que jugamos con un poco más confianza individualmente los, los muchachos anduvieron muy muy bien eh, y yo creo que tuvimos dos oportunidades antes del primer gol que también le dio más, más confianza al grupo porque en el primer tiempo no pudimos llegar al arco y fue medio difícil y lo compli complicamos el juego eh, entregando el balón eh, muy fácil pero en el segundo tiempo yo creo que las oportunidades que cre creamos antes del primer gol nos ayudó la confianza del grupo y para, para, para tener la creencia que podemos ganar contra un gran equipo como León. What changed in the second half to be so effective against Leon? I think we played with more trust and more confidence. The guys were playing well. We had two opportunities to score in that second half. Um, obviously didn't, but have it gave them the confidence. That first half, we couldn't quite get there. The second half, we had opportunities that we created before that first goal, and it definitely gave the group confidence to believe that we could win. Cualquier otra pregunta en español. Zoom, tenemos una. Guadalupe. Guadalupe, si quieres preguntarle algo, Pablo. Okay, vamos a pasar a Sergio. Gracias, buenas noches, Sergio Venegas para Deportes.com. Profesor, felicitarlo con la victoria. Ahora con esta forma de eliminar al campeón de la CONCACAF Liga de Campeones, ¿qué le espera a su equipo y sobre todo, cómo mantenerlos concentrados para el siguiente bracket? Y le deseo éxito, profesor, en esta competencia. Gracias. No, yo creo que siempre tomamos cada partido individual. Yo creo que este, este resultado no, no va a dar mucha confianza contra LAFC, que es, claro, son rivales del, del Champions con, con León, 
y es otro equipo muy, muy, muy difícil jugar. Pero yo creo que, mira, en los últimos dos meses, yo creo que somos un equipo diferente y vamos a usar todo lo que aprendimos de este, de este partido para, para jugar contra, contra el, 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 el equipo más grande de, nuestro, de nuestra liga. Head coach Pablo Masrani discussing uh, club president John uh, Jenham and his relationship with him, the win tonight, the loss to Monterey, and how they kind of made their way back after that loss to get that win tonight. Uh, a, a nice press conference from uh, from our head coach. Curious to see what players we get tonight. If at all, maybe. They haven't ended it. Any thoughts on what Pablo had to say? Yeah, I mean, obviously about John Jenner, really good dude, really fantastic guy, yeah. and uh, special to me as well. I'm going to see him again tomorrow, so uh, it'll be always good. And it, what he said about John, about being positive in the worst way possible, in, in the worst moment of his life, yeah. he's the one that's comforting people to come in, that come to see him. It, it's you know just a measure of the man. He's a phenomenal uh, character and uh, a lovely, lovely human being, and, and it's so sad that, uh, that he's fighting this. But he's doing it with such grace and such dignity um, that, uh, yeah, uh, hold him dearly in my heart as well. Yep. Um, about the game tonight, obviously spot on. You know, didn't mix words with regards to the first 45 minutes. Apprehensive, um, wasn't clean enough, wasn't quick enough. And, you know, you don't have to rant and rave to get your point across uh, with the guys. You know, the standards have been set. They know they can do it. Um, they've done it all season long. Uh, since we've gone on this really great run, particularly where they've got comfortable the formation, players that have come into form, and you just started to see them turn the screw, and that's, that was the most important thing to prove to themselves after the Monterey game that they could hang with a, a, a Liga MX uh, team, uh, uh, particularly in, in a, a team like Lyon, Club Lyon, who are the reigning um, CONCACAF Champions League champions. And, and obviously... You know, that that was massive. That was massive and a massive statement for the club. And whatever happens now, moving on to the next rounds um, in uh, in the late, uh, round of 16, it, it doesn't matter what they prove to themselves tonight is that they can hang. And if we can get regular Champions League football and obviously with Leagues Cup not going anywhere in the near future, um, I think they, they that uh, Major League Soccer and particularly Real Salt Lake can uh, can move forward and, and get more and more confidence and it, it's exciting games it's exciting to beat uh Liga MX uh, teams it's it's really important for for Major League Soccer to prove that they can hang with these teams and uh we saw tonight even though it wasn't a full stadium there was good noise good atmosphere game was played in good spirit it was feisty but it was also played uh with a lot of sportsmanship as well and uh RSL that second 45 minute p uh, performance Absolutely phenomenal. From the first whistle uh, to the, for the start of the second half, they were absolutely phenomenal. you got some tweets coming up, surely. Yes. Um, Howie, friend of the program, Howie Good Smith, man. said, uh, RSL's speed of play was very sluggish in the first half. Leon was crisp. Second half, RSL stepped up and played quick and aggressive, changed their mentality and changed the match. 100% agree. Uh, well said. Yeah, who was your man of the match, though? Yeah, Howie, who was your man of the match? Gosh dang it, Howie. Send right it, send it to us. Um, ooh, the camera moved, but I don't see anybody. We'll continue it's on. Jay Nolly tripping over it. <laughs> got long legs. So clumsy, that Jay. Um, Jacqueline Voss uh, on Instagram Ooh. sent me a message. 
Uh, I feel like the first half started out good. Then we, uh, then they scored, and we kind of lacked a little bit. But when we scored the first goal, the guys knew we could do it, and the second and third came. It was amazing. Yeah. It, it, the confidence that that team came out with in the second half was night and day from what we saw in the first half. Oh, it's the we, Leon coach, Nicholas Slacker to- only. Um, no, uh, unless they're going to start translating, I don't see the point of uh, tossing it down there. So. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll let uh, Christian shout in our ears that they are translating the press conference. Otherwise, we'll uh, we'll keep on chatting. But yeah, I, I, again, I agree. You know, yeah. just the, the confidence from the goals, Lauren. Obviously, the first one goes in. The fact that there were two guys waiting, stripped off, ready to be subbed in, Andres Gomez and and Anderson Julio. Um, you see that. You know what's going on. And if you kind of know that you might be one of the players to come off, you want to do something special. And uh, Danny Masovsky, obviously, right place, right time, just a nodded in, you know, two yards out um, off of the uh, confusion made by Chicho Arango. Mm. The second goal, though, beautiful ball over the top oh. by uh, Andrew Brody. Um, a lovely run by Danny Masovsky to stay on side first and foremost. Uh, bends his run and then slots it under the goalkeeper. And, um, you know, it was a quick fire double, two goals, two minutes, and completely took the wind out of uh, Leon's sails. We are not getting translation for this press conference, so we're going to head out to our next break. If you have any more thoughts on the match, please send them to me on Twitter or Instagram, at Lars underscore MM is my handle on both of those platforms. We'd wow, love to hear smart. from you. We'll continue breaking down the match and previewing. Tuesday's match against LAFC on the other side. You're listening to the post-game show on the RSL Radio Network. Welcome back to the post-game show. Lauren Beck, Spencer Warren. Wrapping it up here on a Friday night from America First Field. There will be no players in the post-game press conference, so we will continue on. Uh, let's take a look around the results from tonight. Chicago lost to Club America 1-0. Nashville won on PKs 5-4 against Cincinnati. Minnesota won on PKs against Columbus 4-3. The first few PKs in that shootout were very good. And then the last four from each team, absolutely atrocious. Uh, Real Salt Lake obviously won 3-1 tonight against Lyon. Toluca beat Sporting Kansas City 4-1. Late in the match in Portland, Monterey is up 1-0. And Vancouver is up 1-0 to against Tigres at the moment. A very nice goal from Vancouver and a goal line clearance um, to keep them up. Pretty exciting matchup there tonight. Uh, on Sunday, we'll have Dallas hosting Miami at 7.30. Catch that on Apple TV. Again, I just think it's going to be so funny to see Messi play these away games in these fun little MLS stadiums yes, (laughs) with all of their little quirks. Um, But RSL moving on to Tuesday's match against LAFC who have only played the one Leagues Cup match against Juarez earlier this week, the 7-1 win. Um, Boanga on the season with 12 goals and three assists. Carlos Vela with eight goals and six assists. Vela went out of that match injured. I'm curious to see what his status will be on Tuesday. Um, Went straight down the tunnel after subbing out late in that one. But uh, an always dangerous uh, LAFC, particularly at home. But, you know, dangerous everywhere. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they are... 
a phenomenal team. RSL actually currently tied uh, on points with them in the Western Conference in MLS play. Um, LAFC have played a game less. Uh, actually, RSL have outscored them, which is kind of weird as well. Yes. RSL with 35 goals in Major League Soccer play and LAFC with uh, 34. They've conceded less goals than us. A lot uh, RSL, <laughs> yeah. RSL uh, 34 and LAFC 25. But, you know, this is this is a team that had a lot of focus on the Champions League final against tonight's opponent, Lyon, and that took a lot out of them. And they kind of, obviously, their, their form has, has gone up a little bit um, since that's been all, all been over. And a thumping 7-1 win. Well, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that they have a little bit of a lull because I don't know if you remember this, Lauren. Our beloved Liverpool beat Manchester United 7-0. It was phenomenal. It was one of the greatest days of my life. But then next game went away and lost 1-0 to Bournemouth. <clears throat> Yeah, I did not need the reminder of what happened <laughs> after that 7-0. No. Oh, oh, yeah. anyway, such carry a on. high that game was. Um, but no, it's... Uh, I'm hoping for the same, though, for yeah, LAFC. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I get you, I get you, I get you. Uh, no, it's two teams that are playing very well at the moment, very fun to watch. Um, and, and with a little bit of that rivalry, a small one, I think RSL's improved on the road at LAFC. At home, it's not the case against no. them for whatever reason but um it seems to be slightly better results on the road when they're playing this team i don't really know why but i'm all right with it i guess uh but you look at their records at at home lafc seven two and three uh, on the road we also like still with the best record in the league at six three and three should be pretty well matched um no suspensions for real salt lake for this for this match marcelo silva obviously served that red card suspension in the last match against Monterey. It was back tonight with a, an incredible performance. So I'm interested to see uh, if we see Justin Glad and Marcelo Silva yeah. against LAFC, what that, uh, what, what the whole back, back line will look like. Cause Emeka Nelly played fantastic tonight um, as well. I, I, I think lots of things to consider for Pablo again with the depth of this team. Yeah. And you know, it's a blessing and a curse, right? Cause yeah. you've got to keep everyone happy, but because everybody seems to be bought in, they understand they're going to be in and out of the side. Um, but again, it's, it's a game that's in four days. So not as ruthless, you know, as those games every three days. Um, so they get a little bit of time, uh, under their, uh, un- under the legs, by the way, um, Andre Pierre, uh, Gignac has just equalized for Tigres mm. against Vancouver. The wily old fox, um, just yeah, just phenomenal down in Mexico. But yeah, um, I, I, it's it's going to be an interesting uh, lineup just because Pablo keeps us on us uh, on our toes, and obviously we get to find out the morning of the game, you know, yeah. what the lineup is. But it wouldn't surprise me if they stuck with the same eleven. It wouldn't surprise me if they make four or five changes, yeah. just because everybody is chomping at the bit. Uh, to to get minutes and obviously I was impressed with Anderson Julio when he came on uh, Rubio Rubin put in a shift obviously Danny Masovsky off the two off two goals you know you've got Demir Krylak who's back and available would have started against Monterey yeah. if he hadn't had that ankle knock the day before so there's so many options for for Pablo and it's it's a glut of, of options and and it's it's a great position to be in does Nelson Palacio get off the bench you know I Andres Gomez, you know, was going to come on until the quick fire double, and, the, and you know the coach had to change his mind or decided to change his mind. Didn't have to, but you know, just wanted to, to make it a little bit more solid defensively. So, yeah, the the options that uh, that Pablo has, uh, and the fact that guys are all fit and not suspended, a, a great position to be in as we go to Bank of California Stadium on Tuesday. You've got to think too with Chicho and Danny being former LAFC players that 
they will have that extra little bit of motivation to show up against their former team. Uh, particularly Danny probably feels a little hard, to, maybe not anymore, but at one point probably felt a little disappointed to not be with that team when they won MLS Cup last season. Uh, obviously Chicho was there and then left at the end, but an exciting, tasty matchup on Tuesday night. Very excited. We do not have a kickoff time just yet. We're expecting it to be a late one because it is L.A., um, but obviously keep an eye on uh, the team's social media for that or MajorLeagueSoccerSoccer.com will also have that update. For the entire crew, thank you for tuning in tonight as Real Salt Lake advanced to the next round of the League's Cup. We will catch you guys on Tuesday right here on the RSL Radio Network. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.